0: from Jerusalem, the only city on the planet which is called the throne of the Lord, Jeremiah 317. Our theme song you just heard is Tukun Olam which resonates the soul of this broadcast to help repair the world especially the church and Israel. What can we offer that few others can? Tune in each week. Our message is coming from Jerusalem and will give real meat to the Word of God in this season of much-needed Bible truth. For the one billion Christians in the world, I would like to see this broadcast help you catch a glimpse of what you've been missing and to help you reconnect your faith to the missing link. I guarantee you'll go deeper in the Word of God from tuning in to Heartbeat for Israel, sponsored by Christian Friends of Israel, Jerusalem at cfijerusalem.org. Why? There's so much to tell. Just join us now for our time together. How many of you out there are hungry for God's heart? What's on God's heart and what means so much to them? You know, I understand from reading the reports of the condition of the church in the world is that today we're experiencing what the prophet, the Jewish prophet Amos, in English we say Amos, said in chapter 8, verse 11 and the 13th verse. There will be a famine of the word of God. And I hear from different people How hungry people are for the word of the Lord, the whole counsel of God. Well, that's what you'll get here today on this broadcast. I'm going to be talking about the meaning of spiritual food at the proper time as we need it in the right time and the right season. Amos says, look, the days are coming, declares the Lord God when I will send a famine throughout the land, not a famine of food or thirst for water, but rather instead a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. People will stagger from sea to sea, from north to east. They'll run back and forth and they'll search for a message from the Lord, but they won't find it. Lord, we pray that today you'll help all of us To see that wise and faithful servants who the Lord has made ruler over his households will give to the sheep and the flock meat in due season. Help us to learn just a little more about it today, that we will become hungrier and more thirsty For the word of the Lord, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Psalm 145, verse 15 says, The eyes of all wait upon thee, and you give them their meat in due season. You give them their spiritual food, as well as food and supplies at the proper time for their table. But there's a warning for the servants of God because they are to be giving the flocks of sheep of the Lord food in due season. The prophet Jeremiah, Yeremia in Hebrew, he was a Jewish prophet. Chapter 3 and verse 15 said, I will give you shepherds. Shepherds, after my own heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Knowledge and understanding. So many people are staggering today and searching for a message from the Lord. But they can't find it. They still come away from their meetings And there are times in many churches and congregations very hungry and thirsty for more of the Lord. I'm Sharon Sanders with Christian Friends of Israel, and I've lived in the nation of Israel for 37 years. And I can tell you, until you grab a hold of the vision of a special nation and a special country, which is, by the way, under much attack out there today, There's many anti-Semites who hate the Jewish people. There's even Christian anti-Semitism in the church around the world. People don't understand the apple of God's eye is Israel. And you say to me, well, Sharon, what I read, they aren't very spiritual over there. The Jews, they sure aren't following the ways of the Lord. Well, let me just say this. The Bible says not to look at the Jewish people with your own eyes. What you have to do is look at God and see through his word, through his eyes, because no matter how much they fail at this moment to be a true light to the nations, just as the church out there is doing, Israel carries The promises of God. There's hundreds, if not thousands, in the word of God, promises for the sons of Jacob. Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. No one else. They were given the priestly title and the royal title of being the chosen people. And they will be a righteous and a faithful people. In the days to come, what we have to do is proclaim those promises. And the church in the nations have no authority to be separated from them. Instead, they need to be grabbing hold, grabbing a hold of the tallied or the fringe of a Jew as it says in the word of God and say I'm going with you cuz I know God's with you because there's days coming that God is going to prove himself how faithful he is to Israel will you be there well I'll tell you if you come with me we'll serve a menu of the whole counsel of God it's not going to be one of those feel good teachings <laughs> it's not going to be one of those um this is what you'll get And all the blessings you'll get in material things. No, it's going to be spiritual food for your hungry heart, for your spirit who desires to sit at the table and learn righteousness. As the old Jewish prayer goes, ride high on truthfulness and righteous humility. I come to you today from Jerusalem. And my heart is in pain for the church of Jesus Christ around the world. Why? Because she has separated from her foundations. There's much to teach on that. And when you tune in to Heartbeat for Israel, you're going to get a lot of teaching that you're not going to find... Uh, a lot of places out there. You have to live amongst the Jewish people and know them as a people, and then you need to read the whole counsel of God, not a few scriptures that are chosen, and 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 continue to be talked about that have worn a hole in the scripture. We need to see God's heart, and so that's what we're here today. Talk about, and we're talking about meat in due season. What does meat in due season mean from Jeremiah and from Matthew when the Lord says the shepherds of the flock need to be giving meat to the flock in due season? Well, we've got to grab a hold of the insight. That's what I'm here for, is to, to give some insight. Learn be intelligent and educated and appreciate our faith given to us by God. Our faith is very Jewish. We have to get a comprehension or more complete idea of God and his oneness that he desires for mankind. An appreciative, new perception perhaps, for you, a grip on eternal truths of the end times, the prophecies of the Bible that are not being um, thundered from the pulpits, the very words of God, His promises to a nation and a people who will inherit all true believers in the world. So we kind of start with appetizers, uh, a rudimentary uh, first start we'll get a rudimentary piece of knowledge and foundational information that will become crystal clear from God's word, the whole counsel. And it'll be good for your spirit. It will feed you. And your light will shine across to others and be able to share more of the meat and a deeper understanding of God's will for Israel and the church. Well, the source is obvious. We're not going to use anything but the word of God. And your grasp of scripture will become more sure when you get to the source and find out what you have been missing. You will soon feel sympathy for others who are not studying the whole counsel. We're going to look at some of the original meanings of God's words and offer back. To you, our listeners, an understanding of what God's saying, that other people are stumbling in areas of confusion, hopefully we'll get a grip on God's words and not man's. That's the key. We're going to learn from exegesis, not eisegesis. Now, those are two theological terms. Most people, when they go to church on Sundays, get an exegesis sermon. That means the pastor has read into the scripture whatever he wants to get across to the crowd that day. But the righteous way of interpreting scripture, sacred words, is exegesis. And that is for the shepherd to pull out of the words the true meanings. And that's what we're hoping to do here in our times together. When Messiah Yeshua or Jesus, when he comes, the sages say the Messiah will ride on a unique royal steed. And he will come humbly as a hallmark of the Jewish king. They say, And I quote from the sages, even the Messiah will feel himself small and insignificant. He must deal compassionately with the lowly and the great. He will concern himself with the dignity of everyone, no matter who we are and whoever's listening. He will speak softly to the people and act in extreme humility and untiring patience as a shepherd. He will show us what a real shepherd is who tends his flock. And the sages do say humility is the safeguard of knowledge. And that's what we want to do is gain some more knowledge and understanding of God's word but hopefully do it in humility. That he who teaches the word of God must be humble and never consider themselves as whole or complete, but rather a mere fraction of what God wants us to be. And it grieves me that many shepherds appear on church platforms or more correctly, pedestals, that make them celebrities instead of humble servants. We oo and we awe at so-and-so because he has a big name. It's not God's way. Jesus never stood on a mountain around about Jerusalem and said and called out and said, Here I am, come look at me, come see me, I'm up here. No. He came on a lowly donkey into Jerusalem. And he went to the people who were poor and needy and sick, and he ministered to them. Perhaps some of of our leaders today need to study deeper and become more humble. I can attest to becoming sheep in the pastures of God and feeding on complete Truth is important. Christianity has only gone part of the way. Our rock is Yeshua, Jesus, who died for us. The road we're on is with him. And it's requiring more than attending a show. It's wanting all of us. God is wanting all of us to be like mighty warriors, holding a weapon in our right hand. That's according to one of the Jewish sages, Rashi. That's what God wants of us. That weapon in our right hand must be the whole counsel of God, and we stand on the whole counsel of God. Well, the importance, the importance of leaving the table of hunger and sitting at the feet of Yeshua with those who are being fed spiritually by shepherds who care enough about the flock more than money, success, ambition. Even those, even that food is crumbs on the menu that God has. He has set before us so much on his heart. And he who will feed the sheep in green pastures where the grass is green and fresh, where the leaves are on the trees and where feeding is a joy. To be with like-minded sheep grazing on ground In a new open land, where the range of knowledge and understanding are indeed greener pastures than what they're finding in most churches. You see, it's it's not about self and self-centeredness. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about God and all that God wants. And we're going to learn in these teachings, when you tune in, more about what's on God's heart. And it's not talked about in our churches. We're going to learn about the key of David. We're going to learn about the apple of God's eye. We're going to learn about the promises of the kingdom to come. And that the second coming of Jesus is near much nearer than what most people think. We're going to talk about the subjects that are now, in due season, and ready to be served to all. The apple of God's eye is Israel. It may not be the one you hear blasted by anti-Semitic remarks, for sure, and inappropriate or untruthful reporting but an Israel that has an eternal destiny and a nation changing destiny. They have an appointment with God, and this will change the entire world. And you can sit in the teachings that we will offer at that table and enjoy a taste of the food, that will be served at God's banquet in Jerusalem. And we're going to talk all about that banquet. We're going to talk all about the kingdom. It'll be choice meat in due season every time you sit down to listen. So make sure that the next time you sit at a table of, oh, let's say institutional food at a restaurant or at a, at a potluck or anywhere, make sure it's spiritual food that's being served and that it will fulfill your life and give you plenty of fullness of heart so you can chase after god and his eternal love for a nation and a people that's not being talked about in the church if it is most of it's we don't need them they rejected jesus i'm sorry but that's not the whole story. So come to hear the whole story, will you? We are going to pursue and follow God, not mere men's art of speaking or deliveries on pedestals, which appeal mainly to the emotions. With fancy chairs to sit on, come to the pastures of God. And let's look directly from his word and feed on his love for Israel and the nations, and how they fit together. How there will be one God, one Messiah, one faith, one baptism, one Lord. And Israel is going to lead the way. Come and feed by listening to more understanding and knowledge of the word, the awareness of a world that is destined to call Jerusalem the throne of the Lord, and that comes from the prophet Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 17. Begin with us to comprehend, to grasp an awareness of the eternal plans of God. When Jesus comes, he's not building a big church on Mount Zion. There'll be a temple. And when Jesus comes, he will not be a pastor or a Gentile, he'll be a Jew. He'll be the king of the Jews that was on his cross when he was crucified. And if you listen to my teaching on the halt, on the list of our teachings, you'll see that the Jewish people, by the multitudes, loved Jesus, but they stopped. They stopped from crowning him king long ago, and there's a reason for that, and you can hear more about it when you tune in. It's been a joy to be with you. Let's bear witness of the scripture that will set us free from replacement theology that God has done with Israel. And there's no more place for her, and the church has replaced her. Let's find out and see what God says about the Jewishness of our faith. It'll be a joy to meet with you, on our next session of Heartbeat for Israel. May the Lord bless you from Zion, and I'll see you next week. God bless you all. Shalom, shalom.